Wake up. Freedom's on the rise. Welcome everyone to Freedom's Rising, freedomsrising.live. You'll hear in the last episode that I did say freedomsrising.com, and it's actually freedomsrising.live. I suppose sometimes people still are so used to saying .com. If you ever hear me say freedomsrising.com, it's actually freedomsrising.live. And we're here today on this March 24th, 2022 for episode three of Freedoms Rising, and uh, covering freedoms on the rise, and uh, broadcasting out there, and getting on the board, uh, number three. So, uh, slow start in the long run of things for a series like this for me. I had some time off over the last year, which I think is really important for people to realize when they might need a break from something, now, I realized that and took some time to re-gather my thoughts and refocus on the projects that I wanted to work on moving forward in life, what I wanted to bring out into the world, and what better to work on every morning, in the mornings that I do work on it, uh, freedom's rising, you know, it just makes perfect sense to me. So, what did you guys think of that clip uh, from Derek Bros in the last episode? The, um, like I said, some people not familiar with the concepts could very well think, oh man, this stuff's way too extreme and I don't want to, you know, that's, this is some sort of, you know, extremist stuff and I'm going to go to jail if I listen to this or, you know, they're going to come after us <laughs> or something. What is Tyler doing talking about this kind of stuff out there? And, you know, to others in our community, it's like, yeah, get over yourself, dude. This is, you know, we already know that. But, you know, the the idea, though, really is kind of some of the frustration that you might have heard there um, from Derek, I think, comes from having put forward so many solutions and then also being able to implement them and then seeing people still say, well, what are the solutions and what what is it that we need to do to to fix it? And, you know, this is a big issue because the solutions are out there. The solutions are available. The solutions are here with us, and we need to only discover them and implement them. And that's the hurdle there. It's not the equipment. It's not the books. It's not necessarily the speeches and the tours. I mean, when I say it's not the books, it could be in a book and the information that you need to get out of there. But the point is, is that you, you, you keep asking the people themselves that are actually implementing the solutions out there, what are the solutions, right? Where the solutions are right in front of us in a lot of the cases. In a lot of times, we just need to be able to implement that. But uh, some people are very inept at being able to actually implement the solutions. So they'll consistently be crying for the solutions, right? And it's like, well, the solutions are out there, man. I mean, it's not up to me or someone else to tell you what the solutions are. Like, th- there, there is a, a vast amount of people on this planet that have brought about the solutions. Um, now, it's not just, oh, it's all about an economic solution or it's all about, you know, agorism fixes. Like, that's more of still thinking that you can rearrange the deck the the tables and chairs on the Titanic, you know, to fix the problem of the the Titanic sinking. 
um, when you are purely going to implement an economic solution. It has to be a holistic approach with, you know, an, a spiritual backing, something that is more rooted in the laws of nature and how we can align ourselves with that force and then move forward in life aligned with the will of the universe and with the laws of nature. So uh, the thoughts on that were really just that people can hear the solutions and not still be able to implement them. And that's okay as long as we realize that we're going to be working toward the solutions. And what we find is that you know, regardless of how many solutions are available out there for people to be working on, you still have people that are, you know, saying, we need the solutions. How, how do we find the solutions? So on the topic of the we needs, I think it's a good time to introduce the we needs. And if I was on a video version right now, we'd have like a graphic and maybe, maybe I should have some sound effects or something. But the we needs, if you're, this is your first time hearing it, <laughs> It's a. It's not the first time you've heard it, I'm sure, actually. But it's we're kind of push, pushing the two words together and calling it the we needs. But I've noticed a lot of the time when meeting up in a community, when meeting up with meetups or groups or people that are aligning in purpose and they want to have, you know, they want to build the community, they want to build the solutions. There's still a large amount that are in the we needs mindset where it's well we need. Well, if we, we could, and we need to do this, and we need, and we need, and we need, and instead of like, here's the I am, like, I am doing these things, I am doing this, I have done this today, I have turned around and done this. Uh, last week, me and my family were doing this, you know, it's, well, we need, what, what, what we need, we need to do this, we need to fix the schools, we need to vote in the right people, we need we need, and it's this we, like, who's the we thing, dude? You know, you're you're talking about this fig, figment, this thing that hasn't even occurred yet, and talking about it as these other people that need to do it. And there's, like, this lack of accountability. Now, you'll hear me say we need. And I think if you're going to put forward a we need, it better be something that you're actually doing, or at least that you know a considerable amount enough you know enough about it to be able to you know refer someone to the right people or you can show examples of how it's been done and and maybe not like everyone in the world can do everything but when we're when we're communicating together about the solutions i think if you're still in the we need we need mindset then it's time to take a step back and say what is it that i'm doing how can i take action in my own life today, now, and say that this is what I'm doing, you know, to turn around and say, this is the thing that I'm working on. You know, I am homeschooling my children in order to uh, have them be able to be free thinking individuals who don't just get the brainwashing from the Prussian based, you know, public education system to dumb down the children and make them all unified in thinking and not be able to critically think about things and question authority. We are directly opposing that model by keeping our kids away from those types of schools. And I'm not opposed to education. Um, I'm 
you know, if we need to classify things, I'm not a radical unschooler and think that the kids should drive everything either. There's a balance and parenting is still something um, where you, you do need to help guide that individual. But this is something that I am doing. You know, I am creating uh, an abundance of food and protein for my children. And we're working on these things so that once we are overflowing with abundance in this area, we can help the community and potentially even have one of the children turn that into a business and a CSA and uh, have community supported agriculture and expand it into that area. But this is what I'm doing. You know, we are working on these things. It might not be in the fast lane. It might not be, you know, something that like the whole model I just laid out with the CSA and doing that could might not be tomorrow, but it's something that we are working on. Now, the other way I could be approaching that is right to be like, well, what we need to do is we should try to get our kids out of the public education system. Or like I was saying about the the people that can't implement the solutions, but they'll keep begging for them, even though there's tons of solutions. And they will go and try to fix the school, right? Or fix the government. Because the solutions being presented by these radical extremists over here are way too radical and extreme. So I'm, you know, me, this person who wants to fix it, will go and try to start to fix the school. Hey, why are you masking our children when we said we don't need to anymore? Hey, why are you teaching our kids these things? Why are you pushing forward this, you know, thought into my child's head? And it's this, it's this victim slash passive slash irresponsible mentality of like, I don't have control over what my kid is learning and these people do, and I'm going to petition to them what they should be doing in the school. And rather than just, just removing the child from that situation, taking back responsibility and realizing that you may not be perfect and not might you might not be even ready to become like a teacher of your child, but there are plenty of ways to, find a tutor, to find a homeschool group, to find other people. There's online. There's this internet thing now where we have tons and tons and tons of information available. There's all kinds of online universities and online school options available. So, you know, the we need will go and say, we need to fix the school. We need to, we need to tax it more. And so there's we needs all over the place. Like, and I've noticed this from you know, pure government supporters, who people who just think that the government needs to fix everything in their life, to even in the freedom community, um, there's a lot of people that are coming out of their old authoritarian mindset, or they're 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 switching into more of a libertarian slash, uh, you know, freedom slash anarchist worldview, and they still have this whole like we need thing, like the we needs, so. The crowdfunded campaign thing that I was talking about earlier was to be able to come up with a a shirt, a graphic, you know, no more we needs or something, uh, some slogans. <laughs> if you have information like that, you can send it to Tyler at TylerBloyer.com. And uh, if you have an idea of a tagline that we could use on a t-shirt for the we needs, I think we need to, <laughs> there I go, see, I told you I, I'm going to say we need, and then you're all going to call me a hypocrite, but this uh, language is something that I found interesting, and I like 
you know, the we needs is, is W E E N E E D S. So maybe the t-shirt is just like we needs with like a, like a meme of some sort of some NPC or something, you know? Um, so, you know, and again, I'm not, I'm not saying that people can't brainstorm. I'm not saying people can't come together and have good ideas and say, you know, maybe we should, or we need, but any imposition like that, that you put forward on somebody else, uh, like we should, or you should, uh, I think that that's an okay thing to say. I just think it needs to be based in some very strong, uh, philosophical based principles that are uh, making logical sense all the way down to the, to the bottom before we put forward a should, you know, like a moral, um, you should or shouldn't do these things. I don't think that we, sh- you know, can't say those things. I just think they need to be really based in a moral principle that you're standing behind and living up to as well. Um, so that's basically what we're saying here is that if you're going to go and understand some solutions not implement them and then go tell other people that we need and we should and you should and this is how it should be right i think we need to get past that point we need to move into action and then when we're in action we don't even necessarily have to go and participate in the we need conversation anymore because now we're in motion now we're implementing the solution now we should be so busy from top to bottom in our daily life implementing these solutions that we don't have time to go and tell other people what they should and we need to do. Now, I'm taking the time in a podcast like this to try to be able to, you know, spread the message of freedom, truth, liberty, expose the lies, um, expose freedom, expose, you know, how we can move forward in in this world um, and move towards more truth, freedom, and prosperity, not more tyranny, uh, eugenics, mind control, uh, death, slavery. Those are the things that we want to move away from, right? So in order to do that, sometimes we might, we, we might, and see, I start to talk in the, in the we need voice, but sometimes I might need to get out and use my voice to try to push these things forward, right? And so I'm using influence to do it, but I, you know, am also living the example by doing that and also implementing solutions in the real world in my life. And I'm not perfect by any means, ladies and gentlemen. So let's get that straight right now. There is not a perfect being coming through this microphone talking to you. I'm not sitting up on my throne saying, you know, oh, look at all these people that aren't doing the things that that I'm doing, you know. I'm on a journey on, on a path and have gone down, you know, pitfalls and fell into the movement traps right? We've covered that on tylerbloyer.com in the falling into movement trap series. And there's pitfalls and there's places where we can get stuck. And so the the path forward isn't always so clear, right? And dangerous. It's dangerous. It's uh, something that you can put your, your livelihood at risk. But it, if the animating contest for liberty isn't enough to inspire you to get up every morning and really get after it, and I'm, I'm, you know, obviously like paraphrasing a quote from, I think, Thomas Paine or Benjamin Franklin there. I'll have to find out and bring it back into the feed here. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll get it right and bring it back into the show eventually. But that animating contest for liberty should be enough to excite your cells and know what the situation is and, and kind of have a conditional awareness. 
of the place and time that we're in, right? It's really inspiring to see all the tools and all the, the technology available to assist us in this battle. And it is a battle. We, we're at war with, like I just said, you know, you have the opposite side of slavery, tyranny, eugenics, death, lies, deception, control, or you have freedom, truth, prosperity, harmony, peace, happiness, you know, I know that's a vague term used in, in a, a Declaration of Independence, but hopefully you get my point. So if you're still, you know, sending your child to a public state-ran education system and then wondering, you know, why things are happening the way they are and petitioning that school to try to change it. I mean, I don't know what, what is going through your brain when... First of all, you've made the decision that it's okay to send your child to a, a, a state-ran public education model, other than like there's no other options available in your life, and there's just really no way around it at all whatsoever, and you're taking them home out of that situation and then giving them the talks that need to be had, and and how, you know, if you're not, that you you may very well be a completely brainwashed individual who's been brainwashed by the state and doesn't understand the problem with the state raising and teaching your children. You know, if and if you're in that category, you might need to be doing some self-assessment here and really questioning, you know, why you've gone this far in life without realizing that putting your faith in the state to be able to train you and your children on how to think and what what's right and wrong and these different sorts of things and and what to think, you know, and probably more so what not to think, more so like the things that we don't want you to know, right? I mean, isn't that, that's a conflict of interest, right? I think it was, I mean, I know this from Danilo Cuellar, who would constantly riff on, you know, would you send your kid to Pepsi school, and where this Pepsi is funding the school, and you know, would you expect them then to teach you like the downsides of Pepsi, like in the school that's funded and ran by Pepsi? Are they going to have like coursework and material that's showing you the dark side of Pepsi? <laughs> no, like, and that's the issue, right? That's one of the issues. So again, you know, I think what people need to realize here is that we always have a choice and you always have a choice of where you're going to be employed where if you want to be vaccinated or not uh, to stay where you are in life physically location or otherwise uh, to make decisions to bring about more truth in your life right to accept information to be able to be formed by new information doesn't mean you have to accept everything and believe it it just means that you are, are willing to explore right that's a choice and the freedom and prosperity in your life is also a choice in bringing these things in and in the life of others. So going back to the self-assessment, I think Derek mentioned his holistic self-assessment book. I think that's a great tool to use. Um, I know I'm kind of fanboying, fanboying for Derek here, but he was in the last episode and he mentioned it. And I was actually in the recording helping him do the holistic self-assessment in the course that he created. Okay, so that is something you can get, I believe, for free. If I'm not incorrect about that, I know the book is free. And it's almost like a workbook where you're going through and saying, you know, I believe in nonviolence. I believe in, you know, not forcing other people to do things against their will. I believe 
and not harming people across the planet that I don't even know just to take their resources, you know, and then you have to turn around and say, well, what do I do with my actions every day, though? What are, where does my money go towards? What does my energy and attention and time and effort go towards? And if those things that you started out with, you know, you don't like to force people to do things against their will, you're a nonviolent person, you don't believe in aggressing against people across the other side of the planet, you're not into covering up lies and controlling the media to be able to push forward these lies and manipulate everyone, these aren't things that you want to support, then you can't then turn around and also be, you know, directly supporting those things through taxation, through voting, through participating in that system, through repeating the lies, through living in the illusion. And if those aren't aligned, then you have some work to do right there, right? That's what going back to the first episode where I said, you know, most of the situation, most of the things that need to happen in people's lives to bring about more truth, freedom and prosperity in their life is to is in their own mind, right? It's all it, it's a majority of it is breaking through that huge cognitive dissonance of like, I don't support these things yet I do. <laughs> and aligning with I don't support these things. And so I don't, right? And so I don't do that. And instead, I do these things. Not the we need, not the we need to, we need, we need to fund the schools this way. We need to vote this way. We need to get the right people into office. You know, I mean, that, I don't disagree that maybe if we could somewhat take over the local government with freedom oriented people, that that's not like a bad step towards um, having at least some resistance again when the next pandemic, when the next monkeypox, when the next nuclear threat of this and that comes down and people want to start to control you with your social credit score, to control you with your medical apparatus that you're not wearing, to be able to tell you, you can't have these products because you don't have the right passport ID digital vaccine microchip from the World Economic Forum, that we have enough awake people uh, in the stores, in the local municipalities and in you know positions of like sheriff and things like that to stand up and say no that's not going down in this area again i don't think that uh supporting those institutions is the way to go but i do think that there's a way to resist through waking those people up putting them into a mindset of freedom to where they realize they're under a tyrannical force that needs to be resisted against you know instead of being asleep to that and just thinking, oh, everything's fine, you know, I believe everything Anthony Fauci and Bill Gates says, and, you know, and then Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum are looking out for us, man, and we're, we're gonna own nothing and be happy. I don't think people are really saying those things. I, I just think people are asleep, and they're not willing to stand up and resist because of fear. And so it's much easier to see the people that are resisting as crazy, as extremists, um, as people that you don't want to be associated with, um, that you don't want to listen to. And that's fine, you know. You have the choice to do that. Like I was saying, you have the choice to enjoy your chains, enjoy your slavery, and uh, be a voluntary, involuntary servitude. You can, you can be in your position of voluntary slavery and be happy to do that. But us that want uh, actual radical freedom and want to live in radical prosperity where we're not uh, poisoned and lied to and uh, completely brainwashed, we would 
you know, we need, <laughs> should I just go back to the we, we need, the we needs, let's try not to make it perverted or anything like that, okay, let's make it uh, family friendly, let's, uh, those who, who are submitting your graphics in is what I'm talking about, so, yeah, I mean, me and my wife, Cassandra, and I call her uh, my wife, my partner, we agreed to homeschool, and that was a decision made before we even had kids together. Now, she had her older son, but at the time when I was getting to know her better and I was saying how I would raise my family, you know, I, I knew a lot of the stuff that would be happening that could potentially occur to the children, you know, being raised in a school. I mean, I don't, essentially, there's just no way that I was going to put my kids into state-ran education models. And, you know, most of the other stuff is still pretty much the same. I mean, they're not, they're all sort of based on the same common core model. I mean, they're not all. And so there's, there's, there's plenty of gray area and there's plenty of ways to raise your children in, in ways that even if they were to go to a public school, that you could still be giving them the other side of the story you know, once they get home from school and taking responsibility in that way. Like I said, maybe there's just absolutely no way around it, even though I, I don't see the logic in saying that it would be okay, especially with the things like these mandated uh, behaviors that they had them do throughout the COVID-1984 period, and which is going to come back. I mean, there's going to be more stuff like that that comes down. And, and I, I could see that all before, you know, any of this stuff happened, like back, you know, for myself, it's been at least a decade. And when I met Cassandra six, seven years ago, it, it definitely at the same thing at that time. So that was one of our first conversations, actually, it was, you know, laying down that, that I would never be okay with those things. And then also at the time, I was working in an office, I worked in a city, and there are steps towards, you know, exiting and I had already done a large amount of the mental exiting at that point, but there were still some physical hurdles to get over to create a position for myself to where I could be in more available for the homeschooling opportunity and also more available, you know, to work on things in my own life to bring about more freedom for myself and my family, but then also create the space to be able to project that out to help other people find these things too. And I'm not some kind of white knight or savior figure trying to say that my steps have been included in creating content i don't think everyone out there needs to go create content that's not so i'm not like a content creator that's like everyone needs to be creating content like me so i know a lot of people fall into that sort of mindset that what they're doing is the thing and so everybody should be doing that thing And it's like, that's not true at all. Some people need to be learning to maintain generators and work on small engines and and be able to work on farm equipment and go out and get that stuff done on the farm and work on quilts and, you know, (laughs) I don't know, freeze drying things. You know, they might be busy doing those things alone. And that's their way that they're doing their, you know, what people call like prepping, which is really just being like self reliant, self-sustainable, being someone who can depend on themselves if something bad happens or even if it doesn't happen. And they're just more free because they've learned so many skills to keep them, 
going in life without relying on a system that might come down and say, you must do this or we're going to take away your da 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 And you're like, well, that's fine because I'm good. I got my stuff over here and me and my community are all set. Thank you. You know, and that doesn't mean it's, oh, well, that's easy now. That path is so easy because you've done that. That's a really hard path, but we need it all. We need the people that are willing to project out there. Uh, we need the people, the teachers. We need people that are willing to learn and continually learn to grow. And they are on that journey and on that path in their own way. And so there's a lot of, in the quote-unquote freedom community, like judging people for where they're at in the journey, you know, and not respecting and recognizing how far they might have already come. And I, I feel like there's people in the community that have been somewhat that way with myself. And it's like, yo, dude, like I'm, you know, we're implementing solutions in the way that we can, in the way that we see fit and we know how to do. And maybe it's not fast enough for you, but sorry, you know, it's like that's when maybe you need to exit and build something in front of that person to not have them around, <laughs> like exit that person's uh, presence, you know. So that's a little bit of that. I mean, we uh, had to also exit where we lived because it felt, you know, like that was the best thing to do for our family at the, at the time. And it had been long in the works to do so. There's a lot of other reasons that go into it. But the main thing and point I'm bringing up there is that it's hard sometimes to make the decisions that you need to make to, to get out of the situation that you're in and move to a better one. And there were definitely some hard decisions made for us leaving our network and leaving the area that we were both so familiar with and had so many relationships in. And I don't think, again, that we need and everybody should do that. Like, it's not the we need thing. Our situation was unique into leaving the city and coming out into a more rural area. But I do understand the side of like staying in the city and fighting the battle where it's to be had, you know, and not just running away from the problems because the bigger problems that are coming down that we're, you know, going to be facing aren't going to leave people out in the rural communities alone, right? Like you can't just r run away from the problem and it goes away. This battle and war for freedom is an ongoing thing that if we don't push back and get some uh, leverage and weight back on the freedom side, we are we will lose it. We will lose it all. Everything we think we own, they'll be right. You will own nothing. And I, I don't know if you'll be happy. I mean, that's such a vague definition, right? That's kind of the whole mental trick with that is like the, they're telling you that you're going to lose and that you'll be fine with it because you don't care, right? They're stating a truth that is actually the case and they're, they're, they are not incorrect. People don't care enough and they are just fine and, and happy because the happiness principle is in operation, right? Not the truth, freedom, prosperity principle, but the happiness as long as you're happy it's okay right well you know that could be a chip in your brain giving you certain chemicals making you feel like you're in a great situation and happy that's not what we're striving for right it's not always happy now that can be a switch in your head that you flip on and say i know the situation's like this and things are hard but i'm still gonna be in a good you know i get the in spite of i'm still going to be happy you know but Again, 
you know, that's, that's a little bit of my background, a little bit of the story, a little bit of uh, the future of Freedoms Rising and some of the merch that you're going to see with the We Needs. <laughs> and my thoughts, you know, on people's reaction to that clip that came out, I'm just summarizing here, you know, on the people that want to fix it versus implementing the actual solutions themselves and working on that versus complaining or saying that, you know, we, we should do this. We need to do this. Um, so I think in the future on Freedoms Rising, we'll cover more of these topics in depth. For now, I'm going to cut this episode there, but you can support Freedoms Rising by signing up at freedomsrising.live slash subscribe. There's an email there. TylerBloyer.com also has a way to sign up to our email feed. And that's number one way for now that you can support us is sign up so you can keep up to date with what's going on as we uh, start to progress forward. And if you'd like to make a small donation or a donation to appreciate the work, you can do that at TylerBloyer.com slash donate. And again, we are looking for people that we can help support your freedom project and announce it on the show, put it in the events. And along those lines, I found a really cool event as we exit out here. And also, by the way, uh, check me out on the One Great Work Network and check out the other content creators over there. Uh, That's the Mark Passio project that he put together with the content creators working on the One Great Work together. And I really appreciate the opportunity to be on that site, and I think that you can find some really cool content creators there. Um, We'll have some of them on the show in the future. But in the show notes, I'm going to put at the bottom this 2022 permaculture technology jamboree that I found, I heard mentioned. It's uh, June 27th through July 8th in Missoula, Montana, and... It's just like a really awesome looking permaculture boot camp. I don't have the time to make it to that, but being that we are bringing up Freedoms Rising events in the calendar and discussing them on this show, check out that link. And there's just a vast amount of skills and things that they'll be learning in that workshop. It just looks amazing. Um, the guy's name, Paul Wheaton. I, you know, definitely heard his name kicked around quite a bit. I've seen him speak. I saw him speak at the Exit and Build Land Summit. Uh, I saw him, I've heard him mentioned plenty of times on the Survival Podcast by Jack Spearco. And I think the next step is to start looking more into his books and material that he's created and uh, want people to check that out and check out this event. So I'm going to put that in the show notes. And, you know, I'm not like an expert permaculturist, but I do think that my future holds a lot of the skills that are going to be, you know, discussed there. And I, I, what I'm saying is that I, I would like to implement more of the solutions discussed in permaculture and in my own life. And that's our journey and the path that we're headed towards. So uh, that's something that you'll hear updates on. And we'll have people on in the future in Freedoms Rising to discuss more about that. But for now, folks, we are going to cut it there for today. And... Everyone have a wonderful uh, day today, and we'll talk to you tomorrow on Freedoms Rising.